Country Fried Horror. I'm Roby. I'm Dakota. And today we're talking about Don't Worry Darling. This is the kind of movie that'll get the boys in trouble. Get the boys in trouble, get the blood boiling. Mm-hmm. It's problematic from uh, from just, you know, on cinema to down, down to the cast not liking each other. Yeah, this is this movie, if, it, if you're on TikTok and you follow movies, you've probably heard of the intense drama surrounding this movie. I mean, just on IMD trivia, there's 13 items, at least five of which are just have nothing to do with the movie. It's all drama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like from actors being switched in and out. Like, apparently, Dakota Johnson was supposed to be in this. Shia LaBeouf was supposed to be in this. Like, so many different people. Olivia Wilde was originally supposed to play Alice. And I'm like, my God, the actual uh, behind-the-scenes madness. Not to mention, Olivia Wilde was in the middle of, I think, divorcing her husband. They were in a custody issue. Uh, So it was just a lot Meanwhile, she meets Harry Styles. Yeah, her and Harry start a... I don't know where I was going with that. Styling. (laughs) Styling, sure, that works. Um... (laughs) Lot, yeah, we have receipts though that Shia LaBeouf was part, supposed to be part of the project. Yeah, which I would have loved to see. Me too. Um, however, I will say that I do think Harry Styles did a great job in this movie, yeah. and I was very surprised. Yeah, me too. Harry, Harry was good. He's um, he is proven himself at this point to be a pretty good actor. Um, I think that there again with a lot of the the drama behind the scenes. Don't know how good of a person he is but you know at least as an actor and and a musician he's he's pretty he's pretty good yeah he's talented we can only speculate you know we can only speculate absolutely and at the end of the day even the the like you know we we both like florence Pugh. i think she's a great actress but we don't know her as a person she could also be not a good person yep we don't know Nobody knows. We except just don't know. Some people. All I know is there's a lot of drama going on around here. A lot here. of drama. And I don't even know if it's like, I don't know how much of it is actually real or if it's I know. freaking made up by yeah. like fans. The only part that I know is real is that Shia LaBeouf was supposed to be part of the cast. Olivia Wilde said he was fired and he came out with the receipts that he was not fired. He stepped off the project yeah. because he, I guess, realized that he was making some some people in the cast, such as Florence Pugh, uncomfortable yes. because of the allegations against him. Right. Yeah. Which, uh, again, if you you can go look into all that yourself, that's that's a whole other podcast mm-hmm. that we're not going to make because this is not a drama podcast. This is Man, a movie it TikTok be. or I'm TikTok. Kidding. I'm kidding. I can't keep track of everything. <laughs> I know, right? But yes, yeah, so I know. I agree. We we both big fans of Shia, but also we don't know if he did the things that he's you know. I think he's pretty much admitted to. Uh, not necessarily everything she's said, but just being a really shit person to yeah. her and to other people because of his alcoholism and things like that. Um, and I don't know anything about him personally beyond the fact that I think he's a fascinating actor. Yeah. And he's also, is he is he married to or does he just have a child with Mia Goth? He is, I think, married to her now. Mm-hmm. I, knew, I know that they do have a child together. Which now. is uh, the star of Pearl. X and Pearl. Yeah, plays Pearl and Maxine. Which we movies. were supposed to also see today. Yeah, and that, we did have not. just not been able to see that movie. It yeah. keeps not working out. Um, yeah. But I have a feeling we'll see it hopefully this weekend. We'll that see. being said, all of that being said, I want to point out that people can be very talented and you can appreciate their work. Yeah. And they can still be awful people. Yeah. So. 
Who knows? Can we say the same about Harvey Weinstein, though? <laughs> I honestly don't even know what Harvey Weinstein, like, what what projects did he do? I know he was, like, oh, man. He's over a lot of stuff. a huge movie producer. I mean... Also, in the movie theater, there was that, a trailer... That's why I brought it up, yeah. ...about a movie coming out, like, with allegations against Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, it's like basically... Like, the New York Times trying to write a piece on Harvey Weinstein. Right. It's basically the story of the people who basically brought the Me Too movement to a front. When that and so, happened. instead of calling it Me Too, they're calling it She Said. And I was waiting for it to be called Me Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that was, then they like have the person playing Harvey Weinstein, and I'm like, oh my god, this movie. <laughs> like, well, and Harvey, play Harvey Harvey, Harvey comes Harvey's back. Harvey's back. <laughs> oh god, please no. Voice straight from prison. <laughs> yeah, but that dude, I mean, he's... Is he in prison? Yeah, I think he is. If he's not anymore, he was. Hmm. Yeah, he should, I think he is, though. I mean, he, he, he again, drama he's, for he's, another day. He's a trash rat. <laughs> he's, he's a trash rat. Full on yeah. trash rat. I, 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 but we can, I guess you're right, to that point. He's produced a lot of great movies. A lot of good movies. Yeah, but... look at Kevin Spacey. He was one of your favorite actors. He was literally... I always said I did not like that man. Yeah. You were like, wow. Not I was only... like, I don't know, he gives me a weird vibe. Turns out! Yeah, not only was he... I mean, that was so loud. <laughs> so sorry. Not only was he one of my favorite actors, but we shared the same birthday. What does it say about you? I know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um... It's in the stuff. <laughs> but yeah, so don't worry, darling. Um... This is going to be, uh, despite how upbeat I am being right now, this is going to be a tough, uh, tough one to talk about. Yeah, and not because that we didn't like the movie, just because it's it's just it, this isn't one it's you. Dark. Yeah, this isn't one that like I'm ready for a rewatch. <laughs> you know, like it's uh, I've I've seen the Stepford Wives. Is that mm-hmm. what it's called, the yeah. Stepford mm-hmm. Wives? I've seen it once, and I have only seen it once, mm-hmm. and there's a reason because it's just hard to watch. It's it is like, hard. Yeah, and this is the same vein. You know, for sure, just rough. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a reality I don't like to face too often because it's a topic that infuriates me. Uh, and yet here we are. Yet here we are. We saw. I know. I I was telling her after we watched it. I'm like, you know, that really wasn't a horror movie. I mean, IMDb doesn't even have it listed as a horror movie in their tags. I disagree. Yeah. So I was like, we don't have to do this for the podcast if you don't want to. Uh, but you, you you insisted, so we're, we we're saw here. the damn movie. We're we making the fucking podcast, All <laughs> and, right? And you're not wrong. I mean, it was very scary. Especially, I can't imagine from from your perspective. If it was um, scary from my perspective, I'm sure it was scary from yours. I don't think horror necessarily has to be all jump scares. This movie was oh, horrifying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, and the reality of it is horrifying. So mm-hmm. we gonna talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Let's well, with, do it. With that being said. Uh, as we said, um, as we talked about up top, it was um, directed. Oh, I thought it was written by Olivia Wilde as well. It was just directed by Olivia Wilde. Did she? Who? This was her second movie. Uh, her first being uh, Booksmart, which we've talked about before. Which I love. Yeah, that we're movie. both fans of that one. I want to see if she wrote Booksmart. Did no, it? she she didn't. Yeah, no. I thought I don't know why I thought she was a, the writer and director of these movies, um, which that can explain things. A lot of times, um, when when <clears throat> the director does not write it, you know, you do have more of a chance for it not to be as, you know, uh, the same every time. You know, because uh, you have. Cause it looks like this movie was written. Okay, so it looks like Katie Silberman also wrote Booksmart, so she did have the same writer work with her as well. Um, Katie also wrote that isn't it romantic the Rebel Rebel Wilson uh, romantic comedy from oh, a couple I, years ago. I did not see that. 
Yeah, we did. We watched it uh, uh, like last uh, Valentine's Day. Was it that forgettable? Remember? <laughs> I swear to God, I don't remember this movie yeah, at we, all. Well, I remember it was like we. Uh, it was. Uh, you remember? You know which one I'm talking about, though. Mm-hmm. Where she's like, and it wakes With up. With the Hemsworth boy. Yep. One oh, of them. Wow. Forgettable. I can't even believe this right now. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, we yeah we laid right in this very room on this bed and watched it for Valentine's Day. Okay. We watched that and we watched um, the Steve Carell Ryan Gosling Crazy Stupid Love. Well, I love that movie. Yeah, we watched so that. I remember one too. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had Papa. That John's. one's worth watching. <laughs> we had Papa John's, one of the heart guys. Pieces. Go watch Crazy Stupid Love. Oh God, it's so good. If you uh, want to watch a good ro- um, romance movie, like a romantic comedy, rom com, and be just all around entertained fantastic movie yeah there's a fight scene at the end it's great i just can't get over how um you don't you don't remember that that special day valentine's day yeah with me (laughs) (laughs) uh but it was also looks like co-written by carrie van dyke or at least it's a story by him who interestingly did the screenplay for like the chernobyl diaries and um the silence so more they clearly got him to come on and do some of the horror stuff. And then they had Katie, because, again, she wrote Booksmart uh, and isn't a romantic. So they had her to probably do some more of the, the dialogue and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so interesting. And then also it's a story by Shane, Shane Van Dyke, who also wrote the same things as his brother, Corey. And that's my background. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I will be interested, because like we said, with um, this is Olivia Wilde's second movie. Uh, directing, but with sur- the surrounding drama for this thing, though, I'll, I'm interested to see what her third one's going to be. Is, is there going to be a third be... one? Yeah, it's kind of been a, a shit show over there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, she kind of got called out as a straight up liar. So. Yeah, definitely not. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'll but, give her this. She's pretty. Well, and she. I think like she also. Um, she is a good director. I mean, we, oh, she's fantastic. Yeah, we like Booksmart. I think for her second movie, I mean, to, I, this was pretty, pretty well done for mm-hmm. sure. I think I, again, I, I hate that drama. It's pretty solid. It is pretty solid. I hate that drama can be, can make or break. You know, someone like as it like just leave it, let it be your personal business. Yeah. Just, you know, it shouldn't have got you know gotten out of hand like this. You know, and again, if you don't know any of this, you have no clue what we're talking about. Just just Google it yep. if you want to. If not. Want to get into the plot? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> um, this one's interesting. I think this one, it's a two-hour movie, so I'm interested to see if we can remember all the, the, the footprints. Because um, especially, I would say, the first act, and maybe up until the midpoint, I think it's um, a lot of the same. So we might jump around, we might do things <clears throat> out of order, but... It's a slow movie. It's um, a movie that kind of drags because it's a lot of exposition. At and the just, beginning, yeah. Yeah, and just uh, showing you how wonderful this life mm-hmm, is. Yeah. You know, even though the whole time I was cringing and yeah. um, honestly weeping a little bit for my great-grandmother, um, <laughs> you know, all of our great-grandmothers know, right? out there who were stuck in this. Mm-hmm. Um, 1950s-style, beautiful neighborhood, mm-hmm. suburban home, perfect couple, yeah. In their late twenties, um, the perfect neighbors. There is not an old broad in sight. I'm nope. telling you, there is no, not a wrinkle, not a gray hair mm-hmm. in this bitch. No, um, yeah, and that, like you said, they, and I was surprised by this. The movie starts with with Florence uh, Pugh and Harry Styles 
uh, who are playing Alice and Jack Chambers, respectively, uh, which who need no introduction. You know, they, they're um, who they are. Very talented, both very good. Um, and they are uh, making breakfast and getting, you know, getting ready around the house because uh, Jack is off to work. Let me preface this by they aren't making breakfast. She making she's breakfast. making my bad. She making the breakfast. She um, pouring the coffee. Yeah. While she's in like his shirt. Yep. yep. Just his shirt mm-hmm. and a bra with mm-hmm. it like opened up. You know what I mean? Looking real cute. You know, her hair is all messed up. She's Florence Pugh. She's hot. You know what I mean? But like she's like cooking him breakfast. Mm-hmm. She's the like the perfect little wife. Mm-hmm. She's like, you can't go to work today. I forgot to tell you. Right. You know, let me just take care of you and like mm-hmm. you have to stay here so I can cook for you and and you know wait on your every need barf okay mm-hmm. like <laughs> and he just loves it you know of course he does of course yeah well and I was I was actually surprised by them jumping right in I I, I don't know why I expected maybe but obviously we learned later that wouldn't have worked but uh just kind of more I didn't expect for us to jump right into this world mm-hmm. you know I thought it would be a little bit Maybe them meeting or whatever, or moving yeah. to this place. But, but you start off with just this great chemistry between the two of them, mm-hmm. where you're just like seeing what is supposed to be this happy home, and they're intensely into each other. Mm-hmm. You know, they really love each other. It mm-hmm. looks like a brand new marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, we just got married two months ago, and we're we're like just fucking all the time, <laughs> and like it's just that situation. All right. And um, she goes out. Well, actually, she's he says goodbye. They kiss. And the only reason she runs outside is because he forgets his lunchbox. But mm-hmm. all the other wives are in the driveways waving goodbye to their husbands who are yep. driving these, like, perfect 1950s style cars. Mm-hmm. And everybody's mm-hmm. dressed to the nines except for her. Um, and everybody's, you know, like, waving goodbye as, as all the guys back out and, and pull off at the same time. Well, we actually ju- we immediately messed up the plot a little bit. The very opening of the movie, my bad, is uh, is them all partying. Some of the... Oh, yeah, yeah that's so weird. Yeah, we, we the movie starts with Olivia Wilde's character, Bunny. Um, let's see, Nick Kroll's character, Dean. They're married. Uh, Kate Berlant's character, Peg. And then Asif... Uh, uh, Ali's character Peter, who was also in WandaVision. So this is his second time playing this fifties, you know, remember that? He was uh he was one of the one of the ones in WandaVision. I see. hmm Yes. So anyway, so they're all partying, they're having a good time and uh, just uh uh Nick Kroll's character. Oh yeah, I remember it being a little weird for me because they kept mentioning the pregnant girl mm-hmm. and how she needed to keep drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was drinking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, What? Right. Was Why that a thing she... in the fifties? Oh, right, right. Did which... they not realize that you can't? You're not supposed to drink. Maybe, yeah. Which, yeah. Or interesting. is it just a part of the movie? Like now that we know what we know, mm-hmm, right? Without it giving actually... anything away, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't because I caught that too. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's weird. Um, so they're partying, they're hanging out. Uh, Nick Kroll's character had guys like a ring, and he's t- saying that it's just like the one that Frank has, and they're all all the guys are like, oh my god, Frank. You know, you got this ring, you got a, like, basically he got uh, upgraded or whatever. And a senior position. Senior position, yes. So then we go to them the next morning to them. Um, so, yeah, so then we get Florence just kind of cleaning. Alice is cleaning the house and taking care of the house. And we kind of get a shot of all the cars driving into the desert towards, like, this little, like, the mountain ridge. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of it. And it just kind of. Cuts. Yeah, it's like off road, mm-hmm. and these women don't actually know where they're going. No, they don't know anything. They don't know anything about what their husbands actually do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Florence is cleaning. She's doing. Alice is doing all the, the you know the 
stuff around the house that the, the wives do in the fifties. Mm-hmm. Hanging up laundry, she yeah. makes him the perfect meal. Mm-hmm. She lays it all out on the table, and lo and behold, what you know when he comes home? Oh, not yet. You're sk- you're skipping that part. Oh, the, what, uh, what happens next? <laughs> uh, they she, basically just there. What all the women do? They uh, she went to um, like a dance class and stuff. And oh uh, yeah, and they have they to get like, on the trolley and yeah. They have mm-hmm. to dance in perfect synchronicity. Yes, and they're and not allowed we, to drive. They just are like just. The um, uh, trolley. That's it. Yeah, they're allowed mm-hmm. to ride the trolley around town. Mm-hmm. Um, and we meet Frank's wife. Uh, she's like the dance instructor. Yep. And uh, she's very hardball. Played by Gimma Chan, who was in Eternals with yeah. Harry Styles. Yeah. Um, she's like judging all of them. Everybody has to has have their movements perfectly. And mm-hmm. she introduces a new wife, mm-hmm. Violet. Yep. Um, who is looking. Played, uh, Played by Sydney Chandler. Who looks, you know, very fresh-faced and innocent and a little unsure and shell-shocked. There are some faces that she makes during this that I was like, she's questioning her reality right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. She's she... questioning how she ended up here. Yeah. Um, it's like a doe trapped in headlights, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole time. The whole movie, she looks like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah. That's mm-hmm. her day. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Yeah, and then she goes home and she starts cooking because that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, she makes like a roast and all that. And uh, meanwhile, also, they had mentioned that the Kevin, or not Kevin, who the heck is Kevin? The Frank Power Hour is on. Lots shameless of, Kevin. Yeah, Frank. right. Good. Oh, yeah, Kevin <laughs> and Frank. My bad. A lot of shameless. A lot of shameless. Um, but, uh, but the Kevin Power. Pa- Good God, the Frank Power Hour. So why the women are cleaning uh, Frank. That's his name. Okay, good, yeah. That's his name, Frank. Okay, good. I'm so, wow. <laughs> now I'm questioning my reality all of a sudden. Um, is like talking and like on the TV and he's like mm-hmm. saying all this. Whatever. He's like the constant voice in the background. Yeah, just like preaching his, um, what, what was it even called? His, uh, I forget what it was called. His, his whatever, whatever they do. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, so so then yeah, Harry also, comes Also, isn't home. this where she cracks the eggs? Is that already? I think it's like right off the bat, she starts cracking an egg open. I think you're right. Like yeah. she picks up a carton of eggs, she opens it up, and the first one she picks up, she's like looking at it, mm-hmm. and she just crumbles it in her hand, and they just have nothing in them. Yeah, like she definitely. Yeah, right off the bat, she was starting to kind of question things. Mm-hmm. Um, which was, uh, yeah, right, like real. I They're remember, just dry. I remember thinking that, too. I was like, man, that was quick. But then she doesn't really think of it anymore, though. And, and um, Jack comes home, and this is Not where... Jack. Yeah, yeah, it is Jack. Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good I, God. You know what? We're horrible <laughs> Prepare yourselves. Uh, Buckle in. Harry Styles comes home, and he's like, what's for dinner? And she's naming all this stuff, and he's like... She meets him at the door with a drink. Yeah. She always meets him at the door with a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of he takes a... And she's like, I made a rose. And he kisses her and he's like, what else? <laughs> and she's like, green beans, what else? Mm-hmm. You know, yada, 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 what else? They get to this table, which is like fully, like, she has loaded it up with, he says later on in the movie that she always cook, cooks him a five-course meal. Mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, and then, uh, you know, what <laughs> else, what course. else, what else? And then he puts her on the table, and she knocks everything off the table, and he eats her out right there on the table. Right there on the table. And we were in the theater with, right only to eight, yeah, right, with only old people. So that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, they were into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
So then the next morning, same thing. They uh, uh, Jack goes off to work, and uh, Florence goes to uh, Alice. I'm, I'm just going to... It doesn't matter. The names don't matter. Uh, goes to a pool party. Mm-hmm. And uh, we kind of see... This is a party where everybody... So uh, everybody's there, and this is Frank's house, we learn. And um, uh, they mentioned... What do they say? They mentioned kids. Uh, talking about uh, having Bunny, Olivia Wilde's character, has uh, two. two yeah, two. And then they learn the other girl has like seven or something, the pregnant woman. Who, with all that drinking, how does she have seven kids? <laughs> um, and but, uh, Alice is like, we don't want kids. That's, we just are enjoying ourselves, mm-hmm. enjoying each other. And, um, and then, so we just kind of learn right after that. And, the, you know, they make it's it. It's just not, not, not in thing. their cards. Yeah, yeah. It's just that, not their relationship. Uh, but then Gemma Chan's character comes over to introduce Frank. And he, she's just, you know, saying thank you all for being here at our party. This, 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 this. And this is where we see Chris Pine for the first time who comes out and tells all the men thank you blah 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 for your loyalty but then he tells all the women that uh and but we couldn't do it without you cleaning and cooking and all that being, and yeah. doing the things that we ask of you yeah while we go off and do whatever <laughs> yeah. well first we get this um scene where the men and women are standing together but segregated Mm -hmm. and having conversations between themselves and they don't realize that alice starts listening to them Mm -hmm. and there's the new husband Mm -hmm. um violet's husband Mm -hmm. that is talking about you know how just thankful he is to be here oh my god like he's geeking out about it and he's like when can i talk to frank and the the one that had gotten the the silver ring or the the senior ring is like uh immediately puts him in his place about it. He's right. like, you should be goddamn blessed that you're even in his house. Right. That you're in, even invited here. Because not everybody was invited. Like, he switches the tone of that conversation mm-hmm. so fast. Mm-hmm. And um, meanwhile, Jack just stands there and is like, eh. <laughs> right, right. He, he's kind of quiet about it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, and yeah, because we learned that not everyone's there. Like, Peg and Peter, the pregnant woman, they weren't invited to this party. So this is an exclusive party or whatever. Mm-hmm. But so Frank gets up there and, you know, says all his, his spiel, just thanking everybody and basically is like, you know, what are we doing? We're changing the world. This is our world, blah, blah, blah. What's He asks Nick Kroll's character, what's the enemy of progress? And he says chaos and all that stuff. And when he finishes his spiel, uh, Alice turns around and, and um, Harry is gone. I'm missing something again. You're missing a very important part, oh, which is um, that Margaret oh, yeah. comes oh, up God. behind all of them yep. as Frank is starting to speak, and she's like, we shouldn't be here. Yeah. And her husband immediately like tries to stop her from talking, and yeah. she's like, no, we none of us should be here. Mm-hmm. Like, we, And he's like, she's disturbed, you know, and he takes her away. Yeah. And uh, Chris Pine's character, Frank, manipulates that whole thing into making it seem like it's just he just is able to manipulate everything mm-hmm. he's able to take a storyline or somebody blaming him for something and be like she's right you know we really shouldn't be here but we're blessed to be mm-hmm. you know blah blah, blah. like yeah. look at what we've got oh, yeah. you know like we've got cars your husband's they have the best jobs, and it's because of you that they can do it, because mm-hmm. you take care of them. And Great blah, blah, blah. manipulator. I mean, he's fantastic yeah. at manipulating. All And all these women are just, like, so proud. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's 
disgusting. Uh, but then, that's after he does her spiel, then Alice turns around and Harry's gone. And she goes to find him and she bumps into Margaret and her husband, uh, which was named uh, does it Ted. <laughs> he's, he's barely in it, right? Um, and they sees them and she's like, is everything okay? And Margaret is just like continuing to say like, no, something's wrong. Like, we shouldn't be here. And then Ted kind of like shuts the blinds. Or he's whatever. trying to, he's like, she's fine. Yeah, she just needs okay. some rest. Mm-hmm. She's exhausted and yeah. she's unwell. And he's, she's like, I'm not fine. They're trying, they're trapping us here. Like, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And he shuts the blinds on her and, yep. you know, cancels that conversation. Right. So then Alice uh, goes into the house mm-hmm. and finds Jack taking off his tie or something. I think he's trying on one of Frank's ties. And weird, yeah, because he says something like to Frank, like oh, Frank likes this tie or something like that. He made a comment like he's trying on Frank's clothes in his in Frank's bedroom. It's mm-hmm. really, really disturbing. Yeah, <laughs> and that was they, immediately weird. I was like, huh? Then they um. Start getting frisky, and she's like, there's all these people here, like, we can't, like, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff, and he just doesn't listen to her at all, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Frank stumbles in and just watches, yeah. and she sees him. She's okay with it, yeah. And she, she looks like... It's uncomfortable, She but... can't... She, she looks like she has no control over it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She looks like she just... She looks upset. Yeah. It, it's a really weird scene. It she looks... Weird. Like, she wants to get out of it. But, right. um, <laughs> no words come out of her mouth. No, and, and homie, Harry doesn't even see anything. He doesn't even pay attention. He's nah, just kind of like, he's whatever. He's doing, doing his he's thing. He's doing what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so then, so now, with, with the Margaret situation, um, she's definitely, uh, Alice is definitely starting to feel weird like something something more maybe going on mm-hmm. and I, I she like gets up the next morning and again they same same routine every day she makes breakfast she's cleaning but now she's just like a little bit more watchful more, more watchful definitely like i don't know something's going on here and she ends up out shopping with uh, her friends and they start uh getting a little bit uh close for comfort asking like i the pregnant woman ends up. One, first of all, she says the funny joke about a, you know, if a, if my husband lost his job, she would kill herself. I would kill myself. Yeah, and just, she's like, I'm not even kidding. Yeah, right. I believe her. And uh, so then they start talking about Margaret, and uh, and Alice starts like asking, like, do we? Even, does it, did anyone know what they actually do up there? Mm-hmm. At their, at where they go? And uh, Bunny is like shutting it down. She's like, we can't talk about this. Like, this is not. We're not supposed to talk about that. Like all we, all they ask is for us to stay here and clean and be, you know, keep our discretion. Even on the trolley, it says we appreciate your discretion. <laughs> you know, it's all about just keeping quiet and just, you know, just, we're just very secretive around here. Enjoy the house. Enjoy the unlimited money because they're shopping. Enjoy everything on the surface and yeah. don't look further than that. Because while they're shopping, they're just like charge. I'll take that. Char- put that on my charge. Like they don't. It doesn't matter to them. They're just spending willy nilly, mm-hmm. and um, so yeah. So that that's that's a uh, a bit tense and awkward, and um, buddy. But they also begin talking about Margaret a little bit, and they kind of ex- give us some exposition that Margaret went out and took her kid out into the desert one day, and. Uh, saw something i guess he, sh- he sh- she shouldn't have seen and next thing you know the kid's gone and she you know says that 
that they took him because to punish me pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, so that was uh, so that was like okay, so she something's out there obviously in the desert, and uh, she's not supposed to see it. Yeah, she was mm-hmm. not supposed to go out there. Uh, Bunny says that's the one thing they ask us not to do. Yep, go out there. You know. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, th- that's that conversation. And Alice is kind of shutting Bunny down because Bunny's being so harsh about Margaret. Yeah. And Alice is like, she's not doing well right now. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be that awful about yeah. her. Right. And when Alice goes home, she's like um, taking down her laundry. Oh, yeah. First they go dance because she sees... Uh, so they go to to the uh, dance practice or whatever, and then uh, Alice starts s- freaking out because she's like seeing Margaret and like is her and her reflection or whatever, and then Margaret, uh, which is hard to describe, but her reflection is Margaret. So she walks towards the mirror. Margaret's kind of mirroring her, but then Margaret starts slamming her head into the glass, breaking it. Mm-hmm. So then Alice is uh, hysterical. She goes home, and then that's when she takes down the laundry, and she sees uh, Margaret on the roof. That's not what I was going to say. But yeah, that scene does happen. Oh, wait, what, what were we going to say? I was going to say, there's the scene where she's taking down the laundry, and, and she sees Margaret just standing there, oh, looking up yeah. at the sky You're with right. a red plane in her hand. You're right. Um, and there's this that constant... Yeah, just shutting me down before I say anything. Sorry. Anyway. I, I didn't realize that there was two scenes. Do you know what movie we're talking about here? Honestly. Maybe not, not letting women speak and all that? <laughs> anyway. Sorry. Um, that, that did sound a bit disrespectful, my bad. There's this constant theme with Margaret carrying a red airplane. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to point out. Yes. But yeah. yes, you're correct. That At, all happens, and then she sees her up on the roof yeah. of her house. Mm-hmm. And yep. she's like, Margaret, like, wait. You good? Like, yeah. don't. And Margaret picks up a knife. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, you're right. I, I, we really did mess that up because first she gets the phone call. I like how you said we. I know. My bad. We, we've skipped a lot. of My bad. You're totally right. So, yeah. So she does. She sees her with the red airplane. Now Alice is trying to... She's confused. Like, what's going on? I don't understand what's happening. Sorry. Uh, now, you are right. I skipped so much. I jumped right to, like, the the third... <laughs> Your brain went to a much further scene really than where did. I was going. And, I, I, and again, I, that's a, again the problem with this movie is it's two hours, and because by nature, or they do it on purpose that a lot of it's repetition, a mm-hmm. lot of it's the same thing over and over. So some of the scenes lead together. Like the fact that she's doing the laundry, sees uh, Margaret standing there, and then later she's doing the laundry, sees Margaret standing there. I just I jumbled it up in my head. Yeah, but you're that's right. All right. I forgive you. Thank for this this once. You Thank know? you for forgiving me. I don't deserve you. I don't deserve <laughs> your forgiveness. Um, uh, so, so yeah. So, Alice is starting to, you know, question things, question what's going on. And she ends up just getting out, staying on the trolley, and uh, riding out as far as it'll go. Because mm-hmm. now she's curious, like, what is out there? Like, what could be out in the desert? Where do our husbands go? And they get to a certain point, and she starts seeing a plane flying. Which this... Even to the end of the movie, I don't really explain the plane. Think it's part of her subconscious. You think so? Just part of that? Yeah, I guess that would make sense. Um, so she sees a plane and she sees it crash. So she's trying to convince the trolley guy to drive her out there to go see what's going on, and he's like, "The trolley guy mm-hmm. didn't see it." No, or he's at least he's pretending he didn't see it. But yeah, I'm sure you're right with if it's her, her subconscious. So she gets off on foot and head, starts heading towards the desert. She gets real sweaty, real nasty, <laughs> and she ends up finding the mountain that all the guys go to. And she hikes all the way to the top, and she finds like this, not planetarium, it's just like this dome at the top like mm-hmm. that looks like a bunch of all mirrors. Um, and she walks up to it and kind of puts her hands on it, and then she uh, 
Like, like everything turns red. Red, yeah, like reds out, we'll say. And it's like blood almost. Um, and, every, and then it, she blacks out, and then we start seeing like this this dilated pupil and the eye, just some real creepy um, imagery. A lot of it's in the trailer. It's like the black and white women, like dancing, dancing, mm-hmm. and like doing. It's, it's almost like the, the the swimmers, like they used to do. Yeah, or like the rockets, rockets, like, you yeah. know, the kicks and all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, just that imagery in your brain. Yeah. Get it in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Get it in there. So, <laughs> so the next morning, and not even the next morning, that that night, she wakes up in her bed. And uh, she gets up and she goes to, uh, fi- finds Jack. Harry, yeah, finds Jack uh, c- cooking, which is probably the first time he's ever done that. Which is just tragic. <laughs> it is tragic. He, he, he ain't a good cook. Or at and least also, he's a lot of these scenes now, talking about them and revisiting them, there's just no excuse. Because, yeah. like... Now that we know what we know, yeah. this is how it really is. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he really doesn't know how to cook anything. No, uh-huh. Nothing. No. He was... This man was trying to make her mashed potatoes and took raw potatoes and was trying to mash them. With, with a whiskey bottle. <laughs> like, homie. He did not boil the potatoes. Nah, he, he didn't. He didn't even try to bake he, the potatoes. He didn't even skin them yet. <laughs> no. He just took raw potatoes nah. and was trying to mash them. No excuse. No excuse. He threw some... Uh... Some freaking uh, asparagus and put it on the, the pan. At least he did that right. But mm-hmm. that's it. And she's like, did you find me here? And he was like, yeah, you were asleep in the bedroom mm-hmm. when I got home. And um, and and she's like, no, no. Yeah. Like, I saw an airplane crash. Mm-hmm. You know, like this, that, and third happened. He was like, I think we would all have seen an airplane right. crash. You know what I mean? He's Definitely. just immediately discrediting her. Trying to change the subject. She's like, I'm just having bad dreams. He gives her a hug and, like, tells her, why don't you go to make the drinks? And she's like, okay. Yep. You know, like, and that's how he turns it right around. Yeah, he, he's able to expertly, and he's learning from Frank, he's expertly just moves, uh, evades the, mm-hmm. uh, the the real questions. She's just so confused. Yeah. She's very She's confused. so confused. Yeah, she doesn't know what's going on. And then the next morning, it gets even more confusing for her because she does the same. She they make breakfast, pours coffee, and when she's cleaning the glass, this was actually great. Was good. Yeah, the glass starts like closing in on her, and we don't even notice. It just kind of like we don't. It's the like, wall behind her. She's in a hallway. Closer, you're right. And she's cleaning gla- the glass that makes hallway. Much more sense. Yeah. Um, and she's like looking at these specks on the glass, and her eyes are almost cross-eyed, and she's like scratching her nail on it. Yeah. And then wiping it off again. And all of a sudden, she's, like, squashed up against the glass. Mm-hmm. And the wall has, pr- like, been pressing in. And we couldn't yeah. even really see it. It's like a it, it's like a great metaphor for, like, you don't even really realize you're how smothered you're being. Yeah. And boom. All of a sudden, you're up against the glass. Mm-hmm. And there's no way to get out of it. Right. And you're just out of air. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely it's just crushing It's you. good. Very good visual. Very, very creepy. Very, like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course. Also oppressed well she was very oppressed wasn't she? <laughs> yeah, right. well i think with with that scene specifically it's just like um just i literally lost my train of thought there i don't remember what i was gonna say mm, but okay. but they, okay so yes there we go so even as soon as she looks back that and to her that had never happened the hallway's back to normal so just this just like everything else in the world you know it's like what is real what's actually happening here her psyche is it's crumbling. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, the phone rings, so she goes to get the phone. Now we're, we're getting we're to the... We're on point with Margaret. <laughs> yeah. Margaret is on the other line, and she hears 
Um, and she hears, uh, or she tells Alice, like, I know you saw it too. I know you, I know you, you went know, out there. You went out there. Like, we can get together. And Alice just writes her off. It's like, She's no. like, you are being too much and you need to stop. Yeah. You need and, to stop this. Right. And then she goes to dance class, sees Margaret bang her head on the glass, comes back home, goes to do the laundry. And Margaret's up on the roof. There we go. Now we're caught up. <laughs> and she calls out to Margaret. Margaret looks down at her and then she just raises a knife to her throat, mm-hmm. slits her own throat, and stumbles back and falls off the roof. Yep. And meanwhile, they're living up in the hills. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Alice is freaking out. Mm-hmm. She's she's like, I just watched my friend kill herself. And this last conversation she just had with her, she's probably blaming herself a lot for it. So she's like running over the hill and she sees Margaret's dead body and yep. the blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then these men in red jumpsuits come out and drag her away. Yep. And then they pick up Margaret's body and take her somewhere. Yeah. And that's the last we see of that, of yeah. Margaret. Yeah, we never see Margaret again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we do hear about her, though, in, in an upcoming scene. So this is where I am a bit foggy. Do you remember what happens here? The next scene in my head is her meeting with the doctor, but I don't think that happens here. Um, It's, it's very close to this. Yeah. She does something, I just don't remember what, that makes... Um, them call the doctor in the first place. She, like, the next morning when she gets up, she's, like, putting... She, you know... she's She has an argument with, with her husband that night, Jack. Yeah. And she's like, I saw her. Yeah. She cut her own throat. He's like, oh, no, yeah. she didn't. You're she's right. just fine. You're right. She's in the hospital right now with her husband. All she needed was some stitches. Yeah. Um, apparently, they were trying to say that she didn't even fall off the roof. She, like, you know, fell just out of fell. a window. Yeah. Or, you know, something like that. Right. And Alice is like... None of you were there. All right. I saw it happen with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me what I saw. Yeah. It's like and it's the first time we get to see them really go at it. Yeah. Because um, he just he won't take a word she says serious. And she's like, F this. He doesn't believe anything I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's infuriating to her. For sure. And so the next, or that night... She stays out in the living room, and I remember she's, like, watching the TV, mm-hmm. and she has some sort of a blackout or something. Yeah. Yeah. She, like, she's watching the TV, and she's on the TV, and she her character drowns, or not drowns, just goes underwater, mm-hmm. and then we kind of see her underwater, and it's clearly reversed, because the air bubbles are going out a certain way. Again, just proving that she's just, something's going on, like, in her psyche, something. And when she comes off. back, she's standing up by the window. Mm-hmm. Um, and she closes the curtains and she's like just kind of shocked at herself. Mm-hmm. So she's having episodes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which she knew from dance class. <laughs> oh, right. Definitely. Um, the next morning she gets up and she's going about her routine and she's covering up some plates of food oh, with yeah. cellophane. Yep. And she just like without missing a beat starts wrapping the cellophane around her own face mm-hmm. and suffocates herself. Yeah. <laughs> and is like very close in the nick of time. You know, gets herself out out of it mm-hmm. and starts being able to breathe. And the next shot is Jack and the doctor sitting in front of her. Yep. And the doctor's trying to prescribe her some medication. And Jack's like, no, she doesn't need that. Yeah. You know, we're going to take care of this at home. Right. Well, and the doctor also gives her more information about Margaret. Mm-hmm. Just that, oh, she's fine. She's good. You know, Margaret is super embarrassed about every, everything that happened. Yeah. So and it's... Alice ain't buying it. Mm-mm. At this point, Alice is like, so what did you do to her? Right. And the doctor's looking at her like... I'm sorry. <laughs> right. He he does not like her at all mm-hmm. that she's asking questions. No. The, the doctor he looks is very... No. 
much like he would strangle her himself mm-hmm. <laughs> if he could. Definitely. Um, and so he's he tells her this story, you know, oh, she's, you know, mentally unwell. That's why she's gone because she we physically were able to help her, but she's not mentally well, you know, still. Right. Um, so he's trying to lead her to believe that she's still even alive, which yeah. Alice knows she's not. And there's a file she sees in his briefcase that says um, Margaret's name mm-hmm. and, like, security risk or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he conveniently leaves that briefcase in the house mm-hmm. as he's going outside with Jack to talk. Um, he asks Jack to walk him out, which, I mean, Alice knows All right. they're going to talk about me. Uh-huh. You know, it's just so fucking... Oh, it's so fucking irritating. Yeah. Like, because you know that's fucking how it really was back in the day. Uh-huh. Still, like, what come, are you talking about? Come out here. Yeah, it's like it's like when a woman has a baby and a, and a man can say, give her the extra stitch. Right. Fuck you, asshole. Yeah. Fuck mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm not at all mad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he just, he asked Jack to go out and uh, Alice takes the opportunity to um, look through the briefcase mm-hmm. and steals... The file. The whole file yeah. before giving him the briefcase. And it's like, you love this. Uh-huh. Don't forget to take this with you. <laughs> so naturally, all the whole file is redacted. Everything's redacted. So she gets no information about it at all. Nothing. And um, then she goes to take a bath, I believe, right? Is that the next scene? I think you're right, yeah. Because mm-hmm. Jack leaves to go to work. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she goes into the bathroom with a drink and... Oh is looking just she looks haggard like yeah. she just looks tired and that's what the doctor described uh, prescribed her with was like this is just a classic case of exhaustion mm-hmm, you're yeah. just exhausted mm-hmm. you're emotional yeah he's like did anything happen that would stress you out lately actually yeah, i more just than watched normal? my friend fucking kill herself but no mm-hmm. you guys say that didn't happen so right. anyway so yeah she goes into the bathroom she turns on the hot water it's all steaming mm-hmm. and the next thing we know she wakes up like underneath the water, sits up and gasps for air, and Jack's in the bathroom and is just having a regular old conversation with her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "When did you get home? Yeah. How long have you been home?" Right. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, "How how long have I been in the bath?" She's just super confused, like, "What happened?" Oh, and isn't this where Jack uh, brings up the yes, yeah, yeah. where he, he's yeah. like, "Now, if you recall." Alice has said to her friends that they do not want to have kids. Mm. That's just not their style. You know, they're happy without them, and she's happy to just be kind of the aunt to everybody else's kids. Yep. And he's like, all of a sudden, he's like, yeah. I think we should do something crazy. Mm. I think we should have a baby. Yep. <laughs> and I hope it's a boy. Yeah. They keep mentioning they hope it's a boy. Yeah. And, and she like, looks We don't have to shocked. do it yet. He's like, not anytime soon, but. She doesn't even say anything. No. She just looks shocked. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I mean, it doesn't have to be right now, you mm-hmm. know, but be, at least think about it. And she's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he leaves and she just kind of like sinks back under Well, the and then, yeah, he brings in a dress because they have a big party tonight. And he's like, I've got this dress for you. I haven't stopped thinking about you in it. So blah, blah, blah. So even down in her clothes, she can't. <laughs> it's like manipulation after yeah. manipulation after manipulation. Um, and on top of it all, it's like, let me get her pregnant so she really can't escape Yeah, me. right. Like, so she really just can't leave, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so then she, like you said, she goes to sink in the water, but her reflection kind of, like, looks at the camera almost. So it's, you know, again, this world is, something's wrong. Something's going on in this this place with, with her. Uh, things are crumbling <laughs> around. And they go to this big party with a big band and all this music and stuff. And everyone's talking about how great Alice looks and all that. And, uh... 
and uh, she they sit down, and she kind of looks over and sees Frank and the doctor kind of looking at her. Mm-hmm. And, like, he, Frank has a smile. He's keeping things cool or whatever. But the doctor, He's, like... He looks so creepy. He dude. does. Chris Pine has never looked creepier. Mm-mm. But the doctor, like, was full-on angry. Like, he did not look happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, uh, Gemma Chan's character, Frank's wife, gets on stage. I hate calling her that, but uh, I can't remember her name. But Jimmy uh, Chan gets on stage and says that, Thank you, everybody, for being here. Thank you for being a part of this. Like, this is going to be a great night. I have a surprise for Frank, and we're all going to enjoy this. What lady would give this to their husband? Yeah. <laughs> On just a party. Uh, look over. It's a stripper, <laughs> essentially. Mm-hmm. There's, like, this this blonde woman. There's this party, big... coming right out of the scene that we just came out of, mm-hmm. um, I already have, like, some audio, auto, audio sensory and social anxiety problems but right. like i was feeling so much of that mm-hmm. embodied in her yeah. in that moment because it was like beautiful but it was so loud mm-hmm. and like just way too much especially for what she's going through yeah. oh man and uh jumping from that scene straight into this it's like just yeah. so jarring it's like <laughs> yeah it's definitely a lot and then especially like with because she's kind of keeping an eye on Frank. And then when she sees the, sh- the stripper or whatever, uh, she starts to blend her in with other women she's been seeing in her visions. Like other, a lot of like the, you know, like dancers. Like the bopper style dancers yeah, that it, she's so, been seeing in so this she black starts, and white video. So she starts to freak out. And she, when the, the lady's done with her dance, um, she leans over to Harry, who's just kind of like, I, I need to go. Like she's, all these men yeah. are like hooting and hollering. They're, and they're just having time. a fantastic time yeah. because they get to watch this lady <laughs> dip herself in a martini glass, butt yeah. ass naked. <laughs> uh, just about, yeah. Uh, so, but she's like freaking out. Like again, just testament to how good of an actress she is. Like you could feel her panic. Like it, it, you could tell she was like, "I need to leave." Like I felt that she was like, "I want to go home." Yeah, like, I want to go. I need to go home. Yeah, she's not. Not and I want to. It was he's like, ignoring her. I mean, he just ignores it. Yeah, and Frank gets on stage, and he takes the mic, and he naturally is like, Jack, Harry, come on stage. You know, and she's like, no, I need to leave. Like, we gotta go. He ignores her and goes on stage with Jack, who gives him a new position. He, he, he joins the senior, you know, whatever, the senior board or whatever. And, uh, and you know, he gives him the ring and all this stuff. It's a big celebration, all that stuff, and... Uh, and then she freaks out and she goes into the coat room uh, and Bunny follows her in. And this is one of the funniest parts of the movie. Because while, you know, she's in there crying, we're like splicing back to scenes of Harry Styles manically dancing on stage. Literally looking like a, a, a monkey performer. <laughs> that's what I, I was thinking. It's like freaking Pinocchio. It's like a puppet dancing. Yeah, like there are no strings on me. Yeah, that's Literally, how it, it was so awkward. Yeah, and Chris Pratt's like, look at Chris Pratt. Chris Pine's like, look at him, guys. Like, look, look at him, at him go. Guys. At one point, he says, isn't that the most inspiring thing you've ever seen? And you were like, what? No, no. He goes, doesn't that make you want to believe? <laughs> yeah. Believe in what, sir? Him dancing. But I'm telling you, there had to have been some church references in this. Yeah. This was so close to home. For anybody who has ever been, uh, who has ever had a bad church experience, this movie is 
it knows what it's talking about. <laughs> okay. Uh, but they were just, it, it, it was hilarious, though, him dancing like a monkey. I mean, this is Harry Styles. I know we can dance. They were like, man, eh, do whatever you want. <laughs> he was just like looking like a chat toddler. Man gets paid to sing and dance. Yeah, right. And they were like, get up there and act fucking crazy. <laughs> but then we're spicy. Don't do that. <laughs> right. Do the, do the opposite of that. And Alice, she um, is, again, in the coat room crying and bunny comes after her and alice tells her everything like you know what i saw what happened to margaret and bunny is just kind of like what do you mean you like w- you went out there like that's the one thing we're not supposed to do you can't go into the desert and she's like you sound just like margaret yep. and she like turns the whole thing on its head and it's like your husband's out there having the best night of his life and you're trying to be in here making it all about you yeah blah, blah, blah. Mm. and she's like she's like what mm-hmm. she's like no i'm not like, no, I would never do that. Right. Like, like something's going on here, lady. She's, like, just so blindsided mm-hmm. by, like, yet again, the manipulation. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is about her. This is about her. Mm-hmm. She's telling you something deeply personal about what she's going through, yeah. what she has seen. It's not about him. Right. Yeah. Hello? No, that and that, that, and I was even getting, like, Garden of Eden vibes here. Like, her saying, like, the, we went to the one place we're not supposed to go. Like, mm-hmm. it's forbidden fruit or whatever. And it's just like, yeah, this was frustrating. Um, and then this is kind of the the next day. Uh, it's kind of almost like, I can't remember. I think the, Bunny just strikes a chord and she's just kind of like, okay, maybe I should try to change my tune. Because the next day, uh, we kind of get, they're having a party. Like, uh, at, at their house, at uh, Alice's house. And Alice is inviting everybody in. And, I think uh, Jack says something. I yeah, think Jack must. is like, hey, I'm going to throw a party at the house. I need you to prepare dinner and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I can't remember. I, all I know is her tune was changed. Because mm-hmm. she was kind of like, okay, I, I got to take this she's more seriously. She's manipulated. Yeah, she's manipulated. Yeah. She feels bad that she may be ruining things for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so the you know they kind of are like, oh my God, is Frank actually going to be here? And the uh, uh, some of the other char- our characters are like, is Bunny going to be here tonight? And... Alice is like, no, we're uh, not on good terms. So, but then Frank shows up, and apparently Frank never goes to people's houses. So he, this was a big deal for him to come over to this house party or whatever. And it's like if God were to step into your house, it really were. And that's after the Garden of Eden stuff. Before I was like, Frank is just this, this God character. Like, mm-hmm. and everyone, he's like looking around at all the stuff, and everyone is like trying to make conversation with him, but he's just you know not not really into it. Uh, and they're kind of too scared to go, you know, talk to him. It's, it's well, very intimidating. Well, he comes in, all the men in this movie wear these great suits, yeah. and all the women wear these beautiful dresses, and he comes in in his suit, but, like, no tie, and it's unbuttoned, yeah. and so all the guys are, like, taking off their ties, and they're like, well, I didn't realize it was a casual movie. <laughs> right. You know, like, they're trying to be just like him, mm-hmm. you yep. know? They worship him. Yeah, literally. He is their god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and literally, I mean, no joking, even when, um, when... Uh, Jack comes over, like, they're, like, looking at his ring, like, oh, my God, show me the ring. Like, they're infatuated because the ring is just like Jack's, and Jack gave him this ring. Like, ooh. <laughs> uh, sounds a bit weird to me. Um, so Jack, er, the everyone's kind of talking. It's kind of a lull. Alice is in the kitchen cooking, and uh, Frank walks in the kitchen behind her and basically just catches her off guard by saying, like, you know, Bunny doesn't believe you or you know this is this this and basically just didn't... he said too bad bunny didn't believe you yeah and yeah and that he was just... like how he starts the conversation and she's like oh, what? she just freezes she's yeah. like chopping some vegetables and he's like um 
he's talking about how intrigued he is by her mm-hmm. and he's like I'm just so intrigued by you mm-hmm. and he's like um, just pretty much he gives her a whole spiel about how he just he somebody like him all the great minds of the world have needed somebody who challenges them yeah and she challenges him mm-hmm. and he gets closer and closer to the point where she's like barely breathing because it's so fucking uncomfortable mm-hmm. and he picks up one of the carrots that she had just chopped and he was like and yet here you are cooking like a good girl yeah, yeah and bites gross. the carrot and then sticks the half that he didn't bite back onto her cuttery board mm-hmm. and walks out and i'm like eat him alive yeah it's not like, in the good way <laughs> right it's so nasty and so like and uh yeah it's just I, even like i would have taken that fucking steak knife and just stabbed him right <laughs> up the chin right and but even to like the point where he this one thing she has which is trying to figure out what's going on. And he took that from her, too. <laughs> he was like, I want you to challenge me. And I'm like, that, what, what? Like, this dude. Yeah, he's literally like, I hope you keep on going. Yeah, he wants her to challenge him. And I'm like, really? The one thing, you know. Yeah, he, that. like, steals it from her. Yeah. It's like sweeping the rug right off. Like, mm-hmm. you can't have that either. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh I'm my an, God. I've stolen everything from yeah. you. So then they go to dinner. And this part's great because Frank's sitting at the head of the table freaking jack for some reason like pushes his seat in for him which i that like okay and then frank or uh, <laughs> jack goes to sit down at the other head of the table and then alice swoops right in and sits there so she can she sit sits across down she frank. goes thank you <laughs> yeah and everybody's looking at her like what but yeah, what she's not doing? supposed to sit there uh-huh. she's not the head of the household but frank's intrigued he's like okay then and she immediately gets the party started asking um violet, violet. Yeah, just some questions like, you know. Where, where are you from? Yeah, where are you from? And she says Philadelphia. And then uh, the, one of the other women is like, oh, I'm from Philadelphia. And then, then she's like, well, you know, and it's just awkward. She's immediately just causing some issues. And she she's says, like, well, yeah, all of us are from Philadelphia. Yeah. We're all from Philadelphia or Chicago or New Jersey or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And I bet, and let me guess where you guys honeymooned. I bet it was the Poconos or uh-huh. the Jersey Shore or, you mm-hmm. know, blah, blah. She's like, how did you guys meet, Violet? And a guy, one of the guys at the table is trying to interrupt mm-hmm. and, like, make small talk <laughs> to distract her. Mm-hmm. It's not Jack. It's one of the other ones. He's but trying to tell a story. Well, yeah, and then Jack, that's, then he interrupts and says, like... Uh, Jack uh, interrupts and is like, he wasn't finished yeah, with his story. Finished. And the guy starts saying the story again. She's <laughs> like, sorry, Bill. Let's just call him Bill. She's like, sorry, Bill. I wasn't, I wasn't done speaking. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, Violet, how did you guys meet? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh we met on a train she was like i bent i dropped my ticket and um she's alice starts going she's like and he bent down and picked it up Uh and you know blah blah and violet kind of freezes and she's got that deer in the headlights look again like she's good at that like her egg is just being scrambled yeah and um all of the women are starting to look very uncomfortable and the other girl from philadelphia says that's exactly how her and her husband met too the same way from the same place and then uh, Alice says that's how one of the other women met her husband too in the same way and it's mm-hmm. like oh. we've all got the same story how convenient like how creative <laughs> and she just jumps right in and she's like um Frank is doing something to us mm-hmm. and the table's like huh? yeah. like you could hear a pin drop and um Jack is trying to interrupt her and Frank's like no I want to see where mm-hmm. she goes with this yeah he's so he just loves it he does because he, he knows that he can manipulate anything he can do what he wants this is his world and she the more she talks the crazier she sounds unfortunately like it's just one of those things where she's like 
think about where do we get all of our food. It all comes from Frank. He could be poisoning us right now. Yeah, we don't know. Like, we don't know where any of us actually came mm-hmm. from. We don't we don't know what's on the other side of those mountains. Yeah. I don't know what you guys actually do yeah, with your job. Yeah, we don't know what you create. We don't know. We don't know what your office looks like. We know nothing. But the more she talks, the more it starts to sound like she's just unraveling. Yeah. And Frank starts interrupting her, and they start going back and forth, and she's like... You know, he's saying, like, she's unwell. The doctor prescribed her pills, and she's mm-hmm. refusing to take them. Yep. And this is what happens, you know. And, so convenient. You know, please don't take her seriously, Violet. You know, she's unfortunately very sick, and she's making a narrative. And then she's, he cuts real deep and goes, you know, you didn't say all this about me when you were in my bedroom. Yeah, I'd be like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. So everybody's looking like that. And we know what that means, you know, because it was just he caught her with Jack in the bedroom. But he's, it sounds like, you know. Oh, he absolutely means it. Like, right, you've right, been letting right. me fuck you. Mm-hmm. And his wife is sitting right there. She doesn't say a, sing- a single word. No, he's and, still uh, God. Yeah. And uh, Jack, of course, looks like, what? Mm-hmm. And Alice is just kind of almost ignores him about it mm-hmm. she's just like he is lying to all of us mm-hmm. he's lying to everybody here mm-hmm. and um somehow oh yeah jack says um or frank says to jack jack you've overserviced your wife yeah which what does that mean <laughs> like in other words you've allowed her too much spirit yeah. like you've allowed her to be You've allowed her too much equality. She has no humility. <laughs> like, you just completely... Not even humility so much as, like, she has too much free speech. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got you. I you know you. what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, she should have a little fear in her. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> Is yeah. what he really means. Right. Uh, and all of the people at the table just get up and leave. Mm-hmm. And it's just, at this point, her and Frank sitting across from each other. And Frank said, um, Frank says, like... I really expected more from you. Right. Just continuing to just, just like pull, push that knife in more. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. 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 Uh, so Frank tells um, Jack, we need to talk. And they go outside to talk. And when Jack comes back in, uh, Alice is just like, we, we need to go. Like, we need to leave. Like, this is important to me. We need to move. And Jack is like, okay. Eventually agrees. You know, after they, they get in a, a fight and... Um, and it, but he says, yeah, let, let's go. And she goes to pack. What? In the theater, I was like, liar. Liar, yeah, right. This liar. Yeah, and then they, uh, she goes to pack a bag, goes and meets him at the car, but he doesn't go anywhere. And she's like, why aren't we going? Like, what are we doing? And he's apologizing, and this is this. And the red dudes, red jumpsuit guys, red coverall guys come out of nowhere. Yank her out yank of the her out. Yeah, and he starts freaking out and panicking. And not panicking, he's, you know. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm yeah, sorry. Yelling the yelling the expletives. <laughs> that I have yelled multiple times in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. And um and then we jump to her being uh at the like at the doctor pretty much and on on a hospital table. And she they like put these these nurses put this uh one of those just the uh, mouth guards so she can bite down on it while the the jerk doctor dude puts like shock treatment and like starts shocking her head. And this ends up uh, p- p- basically um, start restarting a memory for her. And she starts, we kind of get our first glimpse of 
what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. And we go to a present day or like real time, like the tw- uh, 2020s or whatever. And she, we learn that she's a doctor. Doctor. Was her name Alice? Okay, I don't. I. I don't they remember. called her doctor yeah. something. Not Doctor Alice, but yeah. Doctor her last name. Which we both, I saw this coming. We both saw this coming. I assumed that it was probably like an M Night twist, and it was going to be modern day. But you know, they were just in this fifties bubble, um, so, which we were right. So she's uh, a doctor, and we kind of right before that, we kind of are hearing her tell Harry um, that like, hey, like it's okay, you know, if you you lost your job. You know, like I'll pick up more shifts. I'll pick Sorry. up more shifts. You'll get your job. Which so I'll, she's the breadwinner. Yes, mm-hmm. she takes care of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then she goes back home, and he's just sitting there on his computer, not doing anything, and looking she's, raggedy. He looked bad. Yeah, Zip face. Yeah, he, I, he did not look like Harry Styles. <laughs> and uh, and she comes home, and she's like, he didn't get food. You know, he didn't have any. Oh yeah, he's prepared. like, I haven't eaten yet. That's the first thing he says when she walks in. Yeah. And she reveals that she has been on a 30-hour shift. Yeah, and has to go back in six hours. So she, yeah, he wants to get, he wants food, he wants to play around, like, you know, yeah. sexually. <laughs> and she's like, bro, I gotta go to bed. She's I gotta like, be back get in off six me. hours. Yeah. She's like, I need to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. And she closes the door in his face, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not that she's mistreating him, it's that she's fed up. For, she's frustrated, because, like, I will say, though, and I, this could, I'm, I'm not a doctor, I don't, I don't know doctors personally, You'd think she'd make a lot more money, right? As a doctor? I would think so, because yeah. she's also a surgeon. Right, I was thinking they should be loaded. They should not have money problems at all. Yeah. I was kind of confused by that. I was a little confused by that as well, but then again, I, I don't I don't know I the don't situation. Know either, man. Because, like, I'm, I'm assuming nurses are probably make less, but uh, they, she's a doctor, so I just assume she's, you know, um, who knows? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And even then, like, 30-hour work, bent, you know, she works hard. I'm like... I don't know. I was I was confused by that, but that's fine. That's fine. Uh, and then we kind of see him go to his computer and he starts listening to a podcast, <laughs> and it's Jack. It's a uh, Frank's voice, and it's Frank. And we just kind of realize, uh oh. So Frank is like this, this like you're saying, like almost an occultist, or he's like cr- trying to almost like Joe Rogan <laughs> is what I was thinking. <laughs> just kind of like one of those guys, those meninists that are on TikTok and shit who. Just try to empower these guys to uh, who are kind of just sleaze balls because he thinks he deserves this respect. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just get real... you a submissive woman. Yeah, you so, know. yeah. So my brain was like, oh shit. So Frank is this dude who's created this like little bubble out in the desert, and uh, yeah, he's gonna get her there somehow, brainwash her there somehow. So that was yeah. So then we go back to her in um, real time. She she wakes up from the shock treatment. Right, mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, she obviously doesn't remember any of this. No, yes, yes, because her life kind of she starts jumps over. straight right. out of the car. Yeah, so a welcome home sign. Jack is there. Bunny's there. They're yep. both welcoming her back with open arms. She's like, "Hey, like blah mm-hmm. blah," and she's a little off. She's off. Yeah, she can't remember who Peg is, the pregnant woman across no. the street, who's one of her good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bunny has to remind her, and she's like, don't worry, like, you'll get it back once the treatment, you know, mm-hmm. wears off a little bit. Right. Um, and uh, she's like, oh, yeah, okay. And uh, the, her kids, Peg, or Bunny's kids get off the bus, and she's like, she runs up and greets the kids. Um, and then I don't quite remember where we go from well, here. Well, uh, so things, yeah, things just aren't uh, going well. Uh, but Harry or uh, Jack 
uh, like goes to get in the car and he goes to kiss her and she's just still like she still I think vaguely remembers that we get like a little shot of um, him touching her lip with yeah. his thumb and mm-hmm. he goes to do the same thing and she like flinches away from him yeah yeah and there's this look on his face like oh yeah like something something's off so she, he goes to work and then she goes back to just her routine mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> this is where I, I'm confused because we then we start to get reveals here what do you remember what triggers this like what triggers the final reveal gosh i don't remember at all i don't either yeah yeah um basically we learn and i don't remember Mm. they have that scene in the kitchen when he gets home from for dinner yeah she has his drink ready for him she's got um Mm -hmm. dinner is going and she's like you're home a little early so i gotta pull this out of the stove and they immediately start making out and she's like She's like, seriously, I have to go pull this out of the stove. And she goes in there, and she pulls out a chicken, and she's like, man, it looks beautiful. Yeah. And she's literally just, like, oh, he's in the, he's going to put on some music, and he's singing. Yes, there you go. Oh, we haven't even mentioned that. This whole time, she's humming this song. And people are asking, what is that? What is that? Mm -hmm. And she doesn't know. She doesn't know where it is. So he starts singing it, like, Mm -hmm. in the the kitchen. Like, she hasn't been singing it with the words. She's just been humming it. And he starts singing it with words. Yeah. And she starts, like, looking over at him. And she starts singing the words with him. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, it just, like, cracks her egg wide open. She's, like, she drops to her knees. The chicken falls on the floor. And he's, like, he starts coming towards her. And she's, like... Stop! Like, don't come close to me. And we get the realization that he is still... It was just... I did not expect this. This was a a twist. This is a twist you either either like or you don't like. And that's just facts. Um, And we kind of see this guy and he's listening to Frank's podcast. And he's like walking towards his apartment. It's revealed it's her. I was assuming that this was him going to kidnap her pretty much, and take her to the desert. But he goes into the room, and she's, like, chained up to the bed, and he, like, goes to, like, give her water. There's a shot of her POV where she's looking down at her own feet mm-hmm. as he's dragging her through the kitchen, yes. and there's just blood on the floor. Yeah. So he's obviously beating her over the head or something like that. Yeah. Um, and he's, like, looking even worse than he did in the first scene. Oh, yeah, right. His hair's grown out. He looks like a Dahmer type. Like yeah, it looks nasty. Yeah, yeah, just kind of gross, mm-hmm. um, pimply. Like not to no offend anybody wrong, yeah, with, but... with pimples, but he just doesn't look like he does in this reality. Right. You know, like very suave and kempt and yeah. Uh, anyway, he uh, chains her up to the bed, and there's these like clamps on her eyes that mm-hmm. keep her eyes wide open and there's this laser that goes over her oh, eyes like over and over and over yeah, yeah. yeah and it's just like playing that video so it's essentially frank. yeah it's essentially uh we learned that it's a simulation that, mm-hmm. that that frank has created or whatever and it's practically hypnotism hypnotism yeah and then he gets in bed next to her and like holds her hand and does the same thing so it's this computer world that they're they're living in mm-hmm. and i didn't see and that he guy. like he like squeezes a rag of water over her mouth yeah. to keep her hydrated <laughs> which is like oh i bet that works <laughs> um so that's pretty much what he's doing when he's going to work yeah is he's getting out of this virtual reality and making sure he keeps her alive yeah and right. himself yeah pretty much in which the real is, world which is like so effed up because in, in his brain, he thinks, like, oh, I'm doing right. Like, I'm taking care of you. I got a job. And he, he'll, he'll say this in a moment. But, like, that is so terrifying. And, like, this guy thinks he's 
king. Oh, he says it. He's yeah. like, I saved you. Yeah. So then in she as we learn this, so does uh so does she and she starts fighting him off and saying, "Why did you do it? Like I don't understand." She confronts him about it in the simulation and yeah, he starts saying like, "I saved you." And she's like, "It's my it was my life. My life. And yeah. you took it from me." Mm-hmm. He's like, "No, I saved you. You hated your life." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "No, I loved being at work." Yeah. Like, the parts of her life that she didn't like was actually him. Him, yeah, right. It's just really creepy. Like, it's so freaking weird. It is but creepy. she also loved him in a in a way, you know, like... Yeah, she did. She just couldn't, let like, let him go, I yeah. think, was the problem. He's just dead weight holding her back. Well, and I think at one, they make it sound like at one point they were good for each other, and he lost his... Whatever happened to her to lose his job or whatever just was... And he just didn't start. He stopped taking initiative. And The shot of them when he's saying... She's saying, don't worry, you know, I'll just work more shifts. You'll get a, a new job. Mm-hmm. It's all right. He's clean cut. Yep. He's got a haircut. He's looking pretty good. And then in all the other shots, he's looking worse and worse and yeah. worse. Like, he's progressively getting worse and worse. Yep. And yep. becoming an incel. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure he's listening, again, this podcast he's listening to is just the meninist mentality like training him like the woe was me yeah like they should be the one poor little white boy yeah taking which is so backwards because again back in the 50s he would have been the one to work and she would stay home and cook he was like you go provide you go work and I'm not going to do anything so it's kind of I'm not going to do anything at all it's like the same mentality but backwards like in a weird way yeah and so she there was a minute where it seemed like she was going to be okay. Like, okay, I do love you. The and difference is that nothing was trapping him there. Yeah, true. Nothing was stopping him from going to work. Right. He had a driver's license. Absolutely, right. He can drive a car. Mm-hmm. He can go get work. He's mm-hmm. completely within his means to go do all that stuff. They right. took the choice away from all these women. Mm-hmm. They weren't allowed to have any of that. Yep. In other words, they're literally unable to support themselves. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing of, let's have a baby. Then she really is completely stuck with him. Right. Because if she she can't even just run away. Mm-hmm. You know, like, she has to be able to support children. Because she can't even support herself. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's gross. Mm-hmm. But he goes to, uh, like, he grabs her. And, like, like it's on his knees. He's, like, begging. And he's, like, trying to almost, like, crush her in a weird in, in a well, way. Well, he's, like, trying to convince her to stay with him. In mm-hmm. which case, she says that she will, but she's, like, freaking out. Yeah. It, and she's, yeah. like, I just need a little time. Yeah. I just need a little time. And the more she says that, the more, the tighter his arms get. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, let me go. Like, you're, you're hurting me. Like, she's, he's squeezing her. Yeah. Like, he's crushing her. Mm-hmm. And, uh. She's trying to get away from him, and she grabs his glass and beats him over the head with it yep. and kills him. Yeah, and he dies. And, uh, and he did. And he did, yeah. And she goes, uh, then she... <laughs> and he deserved it. She goes to leave, and then Bunny comes in the house and sees that he's dead and gives us some more exposition. Basically, she says that she knew about this all along. She knew that this was a simulation, and it was her choice to, to be, be here because she I guess had a, a stillborns or some kind of uh, miscarriages and real life so she could have children here but the children don't exist we learned that from, from Jack that the children are fake in this world like WandaVision <laughs> you know more parallels to WandaVision and uh, so Bunny but Bunny then says that if Jack if he die, if the men die in the game in the simulation they really die but if we die our real body is still there or something, which that was confusing. It, it was one of those things where it, it drew more similarities to like biblical 
stuff with with Frank because she's questioning him about like so the other wives are trapped here they don't mm-hmm. know and he's like yeah like you know I don't know about oh, everybody Jack, you mean not Frank Jack yeah Jack and he's like I don't know about everybody and he says he says this thing almost like he's reciting a Bible verse almost as if like what Frank says is Bible you know mm-hmm. and he's like take care of your wife before all else. Yeah. Like, stuff like that. Like, take care of your own wife before mm-hmm. all else. I don't know about everybody else. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> he's yeah. just trying to, like, explain all of it away. Like, right. don't worry about it, you know. Definitely. I, I, we, I don't really know. I'm just mm-hmm. focused on us. Just, if you and me. Just be, stay with me. This is our world, our perfect world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he tries to crush the bitch. God <laughs> <Yeah>. damn. <laughs> I know, right? But, so, but, yeah, Bunny gives the exposition that you have to get out you have to get to your body before they come and find your body and kill you in real life which is that this was kind of a lot but so uh she goes off and all the the husbands all the other people come outside and they see all the blood on her dress and they're like where's jack yeah and then uh, she's like walks into the cul-de-sac and everyone's like screaming and like not sure what's going on and uh we could uh uh see that you know frank is aware too and um you know, calls and says, don't let her escape. And Bunny, uh, you know, yells at her to go. So she gets in the car. Nick Kroll's character tries to stop her, but she just, she keeps running. Bunny kind of eats her. He, yeah, he, yeah, she does. She, she's a tall woman. She, I mean, I, w- I was going to say big woman, but she's not big. But she's, she's large in stature. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she eats this man because he's not, he's small. <laughs> and uh, so then we get this, this, this uh, just car chase, the red jumpsuit dudes come out of nowhere and they start stealing taking cars and they're chasing her she gets to the desert and she's uh driving down the desert and uh two of them are on her tail and then the the doctor is like driving towards her and um and she does a maneuver where she like stops on her brakes and then they all crash into each other so the three the two the henchmen and doctor are blown up. Yeah, bye-bye, doc. Mm-hmm. And then Frank gets a phone call, or calls to see, you know, don't let her get to that waypoint. Like, you know, he they tell him that, you know, there's that there's been some death, there was a crash, and he's like, don't let him, blah, 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 like, get away. And he stands up, and he walks over, and as he's trying to walk away, uh, Gimma Chan stabs his ass and kills him and says, what, it's like, uh, it's my turn now or something. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, I'm sick and tired of taking all your orders. It's yeah. my turn. Yeah. So she, she takes his ass out. Uh, Alice continues to go up the spiral mountain, and her car gets stuck, so she has to go by on foot. But then uh, as she's running up, all the, the red men are also like climbing, climbing up the up mountain. The mountain yeah. yeah. So she makes it to the top, and right as she's about to get to the door... Um, uh, I guess the again the the, the spirit of <laughs> of Jack like hugs onto her and kind of tries to hold onto her one more time like you know don't leave like don't leave me and stay it, here with me it almost works but no and um and yeah so she all the red men run up she runs to the glass and then she uh, is able to escape the simulation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, the last thing we hear is, like, a gasp of her waking up. Yeah, and we kind of get the title card, Don't Worry Darling. I like it when movies do that, when they do it at the end instead of the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, then uh, then it ends. Some... I felt like the weakest part of this movie was this ending. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't love the... I didn't love that they were 
just in their brains the entire time. Yeah. I, I wanted her to physically be in this like yeah weird under the dome bubble mm-hmm. of a 50s world not right. just for it to all be fake so that kind of threw me i was like man yeah it's funny because i felt the opposite i yeah. i liked that the twist i i liked that it was a simulation i thought that added some character to mm-hmm. the to the movie uh but that's that's totally fine i think that uh that works just fine opinions are opinions for a reason it is so funny that both of our our last uh podcasts have gone so short and yeah. this one has gone so long i know this podcast is a whole 30 minutes longer than our i last have two. had a few rants so <laughs> i'm gonna blame myself well, that's okay though i mean some some are longer than others you know our note podcast is still the longest one we've ever done mm-hmm. this is will probably end up being the second longest when it's done. Yeah, yeah i agree with that yeah but yeah guys so this movie was um deeply infuriating yeah but at the same time realistic I mean, a lot of the... It's not fake. A lot mm-hmm. of this manipulation and... No, it's real, for it's sure. It's very real. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I... I don't love uh, bashing anybody who's who goes to church or anything. I'm not doing that. But I have had some church experiences where I've literally been told stories about pastors who get together and talk about how they can control the women in their churches. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Just, it was so on the nose with with certain churches that I've been to. Yeah. Um, this male manipulation. I'm yeah. just going to control all these women. Right. Well, and it, like you said, it, it's a real problem, especially in a, in a situation with control. I mean, like, control is so scary. And we didn't talk about it, and I don't even know if you caught it, but there's um, uh, a scene in the movie where Jack, you can hear Jack talking on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I think it's the podcast, or it's either that or it's the video she was hearing right. and seeing over and over again. Where he talks about um, chaos is equality. Oh yeah, huh. and uh, and I caught that, and I was like, "That's what he's saying." You know, he was saying, "What's the opposite of right. of progress? Progress, yeah. chaos. chaos, aka equality. Yeah. We don't want them to be equal to Damn, us." Damn, yeah, I did not catch that. Yeah, yeah. so huh. I mean, that's I knew from the trailer, and anybody would know from the trailer that's what the movie's going to be about. Oh, yeah, for sure, you know, and. Yeah. And having seen the trailer, I knew it was going to be hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad we saw it. Yeah, me too. And I think it's I, there's the it, because of I think the drama. I think that this movie was review bombed to an extent, more than anything by critics though. Um, a lot of cr- critic hate for this one. It was better than I I expected for sure. Mm-hmm. I think the performances are great. I mean, Florence Pugh is one of the best actresses uh, to date. She's um what people call an over actor. Yeah, in a good way. In a great way. Mm-hmm. Um, because I felt like in the beginning I was expecting that version of her and it was so subtle. Mm-hmm. And then as it went out, mm-hmm. she started bringing that out more and more. Yeah. I remember the noises seeing, she can make. The, yeah. The way she can the frown, frown yeah. is ridiculous. As soon as I saw her do that, I'm like, there it A is. A deep frown. We're not talking about no little frown. Yeah. She creates frown lines on her face. Like, yeah. A deep frown. Yeah. Um, she frowns with her whole face. Yeah. And for, yeah, and, and I think that, that that is one of the best parts of the movie. I think if it was anyone else, it might not have been as good, but mm-hmm. she just, she brings it with her roles. Yeah. She's yeah, great. She is great. Yeah. And, and um, Chris Pine was great. And, and he played that character. Olivia Wilde was great. She's Harry great. Styles was great. Yeah. Everybody in it was great. And mm-hmm. I, I had no fear of that being the issue. No, they can all act. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think if you can put all of the drama aside it's not a bad movie no not at all i enjoyed it i definitely enjoyed it more than i thought i would for mm-hmm. sure yeah and i was excited it's nice this year i feel like we keep having movies that even though some, some of them might not all be 
hits out of the park like I'm like barbarian or nope but like the fact that I'm like oh that was solid that was that was more solid than a lot of the stuff that came out last year mm-hmm. in general you know yeah, yeah. um yeah I, I definitely I I keep saying um this isn't one I'll, I'll revisit but the more we've talked about it the more I'm like oh I'll get this one I'll buy this one when it comes out yeah I think it's a movie that was made with the intention of making you upset yeah because if you're not upset by it then you're the problem right yeah. If, if you're not upset by it, you are the problem. Definitely. At least they didn't do the trend at the end of the movie. I've noticed this with a lot of social commentary movies lately. The It'll end with like us getting a glimpse of reality. Like It would have been a shitty ending if she woke up in her bed went outside, started a new job, and got sexually harassed right away. Like, I would have been yeah. like, oh, come on. Like, what? I've noticed that it's been a trend with certain movies this year. It ends on a note of, oh, but there's still this stuff going on in real life. It's like, but yeah, this is a like, movie. We know that it exists. You we know? just want the main character to escape I wanted her to stuff. survive, okay. and she did. And that's like, that's that's a good that's I was good left ending. questioning, how is she going to explain any of this to the police? She's going to wake up next to a dead man. And, and not only that, but she's got yeah, she's got to get out of her handcuffs. How long has she been here? She's got a long road ahead of her. How is she going to explain this to her hospital? Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is she ever going to get her job back? Yeah. Are people out looking for her? I know, right? I'm Um, sure. She's a doctor. I'm sure she's she's being looked for. Yeah. Yeah. I I also took note there is not a single LGBTQ uh, relationship in this entire movie. No, there there is. uh, As far as um, um, race goes, it's pretty uh, diverse in that way. But yeah, no... uh, but it's also the 50s. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. It's it's a little diverse. It's not that diverse. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess there was... The, like, there was Margaret, yeah. and then there was Frank's wife. Um, yeah. But yeah I guess you're right. It, it, that's it. It was mostly... Pretty vanilla. Vanilla-led. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were just some side notes. They didn't offend me necessarily. I just wanted to say that for anybody they might offend. Yeah, right. Um, other than that, I think we can rate the movie. Yeah, what are you thinking? You go first. I'm thinking I'm going to go, uh, I don't know if it deserves this high of a rating, but it's what I'm. It's just the number I've got in my head. So I'm going to give it a four cracked okay. eggs out <laughs> of five. I like that. I was thinking 3.5 after we watched the movie, but I think talking about it, I think I, I like I think four too. Mm-hmm. The music in this movie alone deserves a, a Fantastic a, a music. I love, the, you know, 50s music. I don't know if I'll ever be able to look at 50s stuff the same now. Um, I knew it was tough on women back then, but yeah. this one really points out like where we were at. Right, it's definitely you know tough. it's still a suck fest for us out there for the most part, but like it's it better. was, it's a lot better, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So pretty, pretty sad. Makes you count your your blessings a little bit. A I guess. little bit. Again, unfortunately though, it just at least we can drive. I know, right? When I was gonna say, like... I mean, they could drive back then, but like, right? It, it wasn't common for women to have jobs. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know, it just wasn't. It wasn't yeah. common. Oh, and I was going to say, I, I, it's it's good in certain circles. So mm-hmm. Other circles, it's still just as horrible. You know, control is still a huge problem, you know, across the world. So Sure thing. Yeah, but the movie did what it aimed to do. I thought it was a good, effective twist. I like the twist. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, I'll meet you there. Four out of five cracked eggs. Don't worry, <laughs> darling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 Olivia Wilde. If you're listening to this, which you are, I know you are. <laughs> we know Olivia. Uh, can't wait to see what you do next. I just hope you uh, get stay out that drama. Get, to, get the drama fit. Yeah, out of here. Bro. <laughs> All right. 
All right. That's it for Country Fried Horror. Sorry, it was a fiery, feisty one. You got to see that side of me today. Oh, yeah, but follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Not Twitter, what the hell? Twitter. Uh, TikTok, all that stuff at Country Fried Horror. Yeah. Leave us a review. Yeah. Toodles. Bye. <laughs>